Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Big Leagues Chicago. It's Rick, and what the fuck happened today? I don't know what the fuck happened today with the Bears, with Matt Nagy, with the offense. I, I don't know. Um, Bears lose 26 to 26 to 6. Thought it was, I thought it was only three points. Felt like they only scored three points. Um, 26 to 6 final against the Browns. Um, man, that was a, an embarrassing game to say the least. The offense looked lost. The offensive line looked like garbage. The defense played pretty well. They, they gave up a lot of yards at the end, but I, I kind of just overall really, but there, the, that was the game today. And it was probably one of the worst games I think I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's tough to say that because we've been dealing with Matt Nagy for four years now. And it seems like Almost every game is a terrible, horrible offensive game, and it's just continuing. Who knows what's going to happen from here on out? But let's break down the game. I've got all the, all, all, all the notes from basically the entire game. So I've also got the stats up. We can so I can back myself up there. Okay, so first quarter, um, they they the the Bears first quarter were looking pretty good, man. Like honestly, they weren't too bad. The defense was shown out again. Dominant defense from last week basically bringing it on to this week and it looked really good to uh to start off in the first quarter unfortunately they let up a first down on third and 10 so that that was kind of worrisome at the beginning right like the secondary again kind of lets the receivers open and really again the only one that's that's out there that's really good is Jalen Johnson so third and 10 kind of just disappointing but they were shutting down the Browns run game um all first quarter so that was really good to good to see because the front seven was doing their job, um, giving Baker Mayfield problems and still shutting down Nick Chubb and even Kareem Hunt. So we do we do have a continuation of Robert Quinn sacking the quarterback. Looked great. Uh, I think it was half to Quinn and half to Blackson. So they're rushing the quarterback. They're looking really good. Uh, so the defense again just just looking really really good. And then we you know. It sucks because like I started off this, I started off with the intro and it wasn't even like, Hey, Justin Fields started today his first game ever. Right. And to be honest, I called it, uh, don't want to do my own word, but I did call that, uh, Justin Fields was going to start uh week three against the Browns. And I was right. No big deal or nothing, but it does suck that we can't start off on that positive note because he did look, he looked pretty bad, but again, he's a rookie. The offensive play calling was garbage and the offensive line was just just dog shit today. So they do a third down pitch play, which, you know, this is just some of the notes I'm taking. And it's, it, it just looked bad again. It's the play calling. It's really bad. Um, they still march down the field or are able to get a, um, a field goal from Santos. 29 field goals in a row. He made it 30 this entire game. So that was that was cool to see. Santos has been clutch for the Bears uh ever since last year and he's he's just gonna he's just gonna continue to do his thing you know like special teams was great this this game so there's not much really i can say in that so bears up three zero uh we have we have the first kairis tonga sighting really um unfortunately it was a roughing the pass around him but still great penetration on that play so the rookie tonga playing really really well and we have a, uh, another note I had for the first quarter. Shelly with a great open field tackle. I forget exactly what happened. I think it was um, on a receiver or it was in the backfield or something like that. I don't know. He had a great, great open field tackle, something we don't really see often from the secondary. So still really great to see. And then fourth down, uh, Cleveland has the ball. Mac sack. Mac back in the game, back to his old self. I think this was his second sack uh, of the season. And he did really well. 
Again, the, the defense overall so far in the first quarter looking really well. Playing really well, getting through the line, and getting to Mayfield. Just It, it was just an outstanding showing in the first quarter. So unfortunately, the defense, with all their greatness, the offense can't just like pick it up, can't stay on the field for more than, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds. So p- they punt it, and Pat O'Donnell's still a great punt punter oh my god he's he's punting fucking uh let's see here i got the stats up yeah pedal donald seven punts 397 yards with an average of 56 can't remember how long this punt was but it just it's good to see when you're in your own when the bears are in their own um their their own uh their own territory and your punter still punts it in in between like the 15 and 30 yard line of of the opposing territory it's it's great to see so again, defense again played really well in the first quarter. There really wasn't too much to say for the first quarter other than the defense played well, the offense stunk and had only maybe two or three series, and they were shutting down the run. Baker Mayfield wasn't really getting going. Odell Beckham Jr. back in back in uh, uniform, back back playing in the game, had a couple nice catches, and it's OBJ. So what can you say right about him? And he's he was he was doing he was doing really well. They were exposing the secondary again. Another problem that has been a problem for, I don't know, the entire season thus far. So we come out of the first quarter, bears up 3-0, second quarter. We see that Mac heads to the locker room, which kind of scary. You know, you don't want to see this guy after such a good game last week and a great first quarter this week goes into the locker room. And it's just, that's something you don't want to see from, you know, your leader on defense. And now, unfortunately with him heading to the locker room, Kareem Hunt just running all over the defense. It's ridiculous. Like he was getting... Easily four to five yards every single time he touched the ball, whether it was a pass, whether it was a run, handoff, whatever it was. Still just running all over the defense. Um, Jalen Johnson's still a beast from what I had down. So they kind of shut down the offense still in the second quarter. Uh, who the, the the kicker for the Browns? Man, uh, Chase McLaughlin. 57-yard <laughs> field goal by the Browns by, by McLaughlin. And wow, what a great, what a great kick. Got to give it to him, man. 3-3 tie at this point. Um, at this point, Mac is questionable to return because he has a foot injury and you kind of see him on the sidelines coming back from the locker room, kind of like trying to stretch it out, running a little bit, jogging, whatever it was. So it is good to see, but again, questionable to return. And this is when the, the biggest pain in the ass, which is the offensive line after a great game last week, really just started to, it just started to go downhill fields, you know, I think had one completion at this point in the second quarter and gets sacked for the second time at this point in the second quarter. So he's gotten sacked twice. The line is giving him no time. The line is collapsing. They're not moving the line, the, 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 uh, I'm sorry, not the line, the pocket for him. And he's just getting destroyed by miles Garrett. Um, Oh my God, who else is on the defensive line? It was, it was just the entire defensive line by, by the Cleveland Browns. But I mean, miles Garrett had the best game, I think four and a half sacks at the end of it. And they're just getting to him and the line is not doing him any favors. So sacked uh, for the second time, again, fields with no time. The, the offensive line is doing being garbage. Sacked for the third time, I think right after that. So the old line looks terrible. Um, and that, again, this is just kind of what's going to happen throughout the game. And it's, it, was, it, it was probably one of the most frustrating things to watch was fields just, just not even having two seconds to, to, to like really look downfield at his receivers um, before he's getting pressured or something or having to run or not being able to run because everybody's in his face behind them all over him pretty much. So sacked for third time and then defense tired, right? And 
as well as the defense was playing this game, they're going to be tired. They're on the game. They're on the, they're on the field for most of the game. I think I, I can't remember what the time of possession was. And let me see if we do have it here. I, I don't, yeah, I don't see it actually. I wish, I wish I could see it. Damn it. Whatever it was, right? Like Cleveland had the most time of possession and you could tell because the defense was just tired the entire time, giving Baker Mayfield a lot of time to, uh, to throw down, to throw down field. But again, bears, uh, with, with a sack Mario Edwards back after two games out with a sack looking good. Then they punt it. Webster drops it, but re- recovers it. So that was kind of another small little note there, you know, Simba Webster. Uh, drops it, but recovers it with, uh, I think it was Caleb Johnson who helped recover that. So now Justin Fields completes a second pass with six minutes left in the second quarter. And if that isn't kind of crazy to see or, or hear it with six minutes left in the, in the second quarter, he completes only his second pass. Like, isn't that fucking ridiculous? The fact that he's only, he only had one throughout the entire first quarter. They were running the ball and still like only two passes. Just It's a stat that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. He should have had at least five or six or something, right? But again, only a second pass. Um, they then they go into a third and one false start on I believe is Peters or Daniels. I forget who it was. Either way, third and six. And then they sack Justin Fields again on that third and six. This Browns D line is just too good for him at this point. It's making the offensive line look like a fucking joke. It just reminds me of that game against. Um, the Giants, I think it was like 2010, 2009. It was it was when they had Cutler and they were just horrible. They had a, they had like maybe a double digit sacks. I can't remember how many sacks they had on Cutler, but this line was was making them look pretty good, right? So fourth sack on Justin Fields, and <clears throat> it, it just it's looking bad. You know the Bears had uh, deferred, so we, we were hoping they'd score here before the end of the second quarter, and. It's not looking that way. So again, uh, Mario Edwards Jr. is looking good. Uh, his presence was definitely felt on the defensive line. And to be fair, a lot of a lot of the defensive line was doing really well. And <clears throat> that's the best thing about it is um, we have so many players that we could put in there and they just they just do really well. Even like I said, like I mentioned earlier, Tonga rookie, right? His presence was definitely felt and the defense is just doing well the entire time. Um, so I wish the fucking offense could have done that. But um, so the Bear, the Browns running on the defense keeping them tired, Kareem Hunt running all over them, Baker Mayfield making plays, OBJ, and then they finally score a touchdown uh, to make it 10-3 before the end of the first half. So yeah, first half was just absolute, just, just garbage. Offensive line can't play. Justin Fields can't get the ball out because of that, meaning these three and outs are are like within a minute to a minute and a half each series, which means the defense is out there for a long time, which means they're tired which just kind of is just a fucking snowballing into an L, right? And, you know, it's it's super frustrating to watch because Nagy is just ruining fucking Justin Fields' first start. He has zero excuse at this point, man. Like, what kind of plays is he calling? Like, he's running it too much in the beginning, not letting Justin Fields kind of do his thing. He's not moving the pocket. He's letting him stand back there while Miles Garrett has a fucking career day against him. So... Just a horrible first half. They're down by a touchdown. It still doesn't look bad because the defense is 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 still keeping up, right? So it, it looks promising. It doesn't look like it's going to be a fucking all-out, um, just an all-out slaughter of the Bears because the defense is kind of keeping them in the game. Then we get into the third quarter. Uh, Bears get the ball. Justin Fields sacked for the fifth time on a third down. And Ifedi, Jermaine Ifedi is just getting constantly beat on the line. 
constantly, whether it's on the inside, outside, no matter what, this guy is getting beat after having such a fucking great game last week. Him and Peters, just just terrible, terrible line play by both of them today after having incredible weeks last week. I don't know what happened, but they're just letting up all these these all this pressure, all these sacks, and Justin Fields has no time to throw. I, I feel like I'm going to say that throughout this entire podcast because it's, that's just how it happens. So again, another 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 great showing by the defense though. So they they uh they they get another sack. Mac with another sack. So two in the game. He came back in the game. Uh, Quinn looking great. Um, after last week, you know, he did have a sack last week. He was looking good last week. So now he's like playing how he's the bears expected him to play when we signed them. Right. So with a lot of pressure, he's coming up with sacks, he's half sacks, whatever it was, he's just helping out on the line. They hold the Browns to a field goal. So now it's 13, three Browns next offensive series. Justin Fields sacked again, six time, six sacks, dude. It's just, it's, it's so frustrating. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's the middle of the third quarter and he's getting sacked all the time. The offensive line couldn't get anything. Couldn't string together any plays to give him the confidence to run, to pass, uh, you know, just anything, man. So it was, it was rough, but um, defense again, keeping us in this game, another Quinn and Edward sack. So I think they each had a sack and a half or that counted as a half, whatever it was. Um, they get their third. So, so the, the bears come back into, uh, for another offensive series, they get their third first down of the game with five minutes left in the third quarter, their third first down. If that doesn't tell you what kind of offense Nagy's running right now, I don't know what to tell you. Third first down in as many quarters. <laughs> like that is, that's embarrassing. Um, so I think at this point, the Bears had maybe 45 yards of offense running and passing. So now Justin Fields finally gets free, un- not under a lot of pressure, throws it deep to either, I don't know if he was going for Mooney or if he was going for Allen Robinson because like he kind of threw in between both of them. But luckily by by the grace of of the NFL refs finally on the bear side, right? Call a defensive pass interference on one of the cornerbacks for the bank, uh, the Browns. And we get, I think it was a 44 yard penalty. So the, even, even the refs are matching our offensive yards for the game. Um, so we're down, uh, they finally get that. And it's right in between. I think, it, I think it's around the five yard line that the bears are in. So they have to score, right? Like we're like, they, they have to, they have to do something no matter what it is, right? They have to get points on the board. And, what happens? They get another sack. Browns get another sack on Justin Fields. So now we're behind the 10 near the 15 and we pass it. Justin Fields passes it to Montgomery and Montgomery again, another, just, just another running back. That is so good for the bears. And I feel like we're like on any other team, like Monty would be just a, a beast. He'd probably be, he'd probably go number one overall on any other team really because of the way he runs. He's just a beast. He's running for those extra yards. So he gets it. He gets, uh, I think, like around the four yard line. First down's like at a two, fourth and two, and we don't go for it. We 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 go for a field goal. So that was probably the only time the Bears were in the were in the red zone at this point of the game. And middle towards the end of the third quarter, that's kind of sad to 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 really think about. Again, Santos makes it thirty in a row with a field goal, thirteen six. Browns ahead and Hunt again running all over the Bears defense. I have him on my fantasy squad, so. At this point, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I don't think the Bears are going to win. Like, I, I believe me, I still have hope. I am a Bears fan. I have hope in the Bears at all times, no matter what the score is. But we have a whole quarter left, and we're only down a touchdown. So the hope is still there. But I'm like, if shit, if Hunt wants to get a touchdown here, if Hunt, if Hunt wants to run all the yards, but maybe not get a touchdown, let him at it, right? Because I got him on my squad. I'm 0-2. I need this dub, too. Um, so 
they run it out uh, until the third quarter ends. Now it's the fourth quarter. Now it's starting to be really fucking frustrating for all of us again. And Bears Twitter was going crazy at this point. Um, you could you could hop on my Twitter and you know I'm retweeting shit. I'm liking everything. Just just the frustration on Twitter was fucking real, and it has been, and it probably always will be for the rest of the season. So now fourth quarter begins. Hunt with a great 29 yard touchdown pass. Um, grabs it from Baker Mayfield. Um, he shed, I believe, two tackles. So defense is not doing its job on tackling. Um, so he scores a touchdown. So it's now 20 to six. Missed tackles by Bush and Jackson. So not surprising, right? Whatever. I guess. See what happens. So now the <laughs> I had this I had this down. Refs giving the Bears yards at this point. So they were giving. They had a couple of blocking the back penalties. The Browns did at least. Uh, defensive pass interference. We had some holding penalties. Again, the refs have more yards on the offense than the Bears do at this point. So they're just giving us yards. They're like trying to make this a game for us against the Browns. And it, the Bears just can't do anything by it. Um, and the Browns secondary, man, like like this, Stefanski knew what was going on, man. His D-line was doing really well. I, I guess they were playing man because every time Justin Fields was throwing it to somebody, there was a guy on Allen Robinson, there was a guy on Komet, there was a guy on Mooney, there was a guy on Goodwin, there was there was even a fucking guy on on uh, Montgomery at all times. So he was playing man to man. It had to be right. Like he knew the pressure he was getting on Justin Fields. He knew that Justin Fields needed to throw it really quick, and he just played it perfectly. When your defensive line is getting that much pressure, pressure, we've seen it when the in, with the Bears back in 2018. When your defensive line and your linebackers are getting great pressure on on the quarterback, he's got he's got. A, a second, second and a half at most to throw the ball. So that's when you can press, you know, press your guys on the receivers and on anybody, the running back, the tight ends, the receivers, and know that they're either going to be short plays or they're going to be very well defended offensive uh, plays. So that's what was happening really is just the Brown secondary guys just shitting all over, all over the receivers. Um, and I'm not sure like, like, okay, like I, I'm not going to sit here and shit on Justin Fields because he's a rookie and he was just, his offensive line was giving him zero time, but he was throwing these questionable passes and I'm not, I'm not throwing blame on him. All right, let's get, let's make sure, let's get that out of the way first. I'm just saying that he was throwing some passes that were just like, okay, a little bit of a head scratcher. But again, if he didn't throw those in time, because there was a lot of great coverage on the receivers, there's more pressure. He would have gotten sacked. He would have gotten, I don't know, stripped anything. So it was really kind of like a picture poison for Justin Fields. And to be honest, at this point in his career with the line that he has, it's better that he gets incomplete passes um, with with the chance of, of someone catching them than getting just completely sacked every single play because this line was garbage. Um, so, yeah, and that's and that's exactly what I had written down is this. He has to get the ball out quick because of all the pressure. Um, at this point, the, the, the Browns um, come out for another offensive series. They get a field goal. So it's 23-6 Browns. So, uh, the Bears come out and another sack for the Browns. This one, Jason Peters just let fucking Garrett right by him. I don't know who he was looking at or what happened, but if he knew that Miles Garrett is getting all these like like all this pressure and he's already gotten a couple sacks in the game, don't you think he might be the one that you have to focus on? You could tell that he just was like not there. Jason Peters was just not there during that play. He wasn't even looking at Garrett, but when the ball was snapped, he waited until he got past him to even kind of just attempt a block. And yeah, he kind of like chipped him a bit, but you're not going to stop Miles Garrett when, you know, on, a, on basically a full sprint from the line when you should have stopped him at the fucking line and not looked at anybody else but him. 
Look at Jay, look at look at Miles Garrett and stop him. He's the focus right now. You know, after such a again, after such a great game last week for Peters, he did absolutely horrible this game. And again, gives up the eighth sack for the Browns. Um, the Bears come back on defense, probably tired as fuck, you know, just absolutely annoyed with the offense and what's going on. Give up first down and fourth and two. And I think, I think I forget if this was the one, but I think uh, Nagy had called a timeout when when uh, the Browns were about to punt. So we called a timeout when, to get more time, to keep more time on the clock. And instead, they went for it on fourth down and got a first down. So fourth and two, Browns get a first down. And then uh, kind of a shitty thing, kind of funny, kind of shitty, right? It's kind of funny because no one really actually got hurt, but the chain gang guys on the sidelines just getting wrecked by all these players. One got a cut uh, on his on one of his cheeks, Miles Garrett's over there talking to him like, Hey man, you got to lower the shoulder sometimes, right? Like you never know. And then one other guy on the other side of the field just gets his legs taken out from under him after I believe it was Jackson or one of the, one of our cornerbacks kind of was taking down somebody else into the sidelines, just gets wrecked. So there's some time kind of being talked about this and it was, it was fine. It's funny because no one got seriously hurt, but it's just like, these guys are getting fucking wrecked. Um, the Browns come out on their offensive series, score, get, get another field goal, 26 to six. And that's the final score. But before that, fourth and 10, you know, Bears are still out there trying to get some offense going, trying to trying to salvage this game. Browns get their ninth sack. Garbage O-line play again. As I'm, I've said that the entire podcast. And nine sacks for the Browns. Career day for the Browns defense. Whoever had their, de- whoever had their defense in, uh, in um, fantasy, fucking hats off to you because you knew, I guess you knew, you know, like, Justin Fields, first, you know, rookie quarterback to play. Like they're going to, you know, garbage time, whatever. Just garbage, 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 garbage. Um, So Bears game ends 26 to six, lose against the Browns, one and two on the season. And very frustrating. I've been frustrated, but man, you know, it, this one was one for the fucking books. So let's move on to some of the stats. All right. Justin Fields, six for 28, uh, 68 yards. Um, Average of 3.4. So he had 68 passing yards. I think just, I don't know. It it was bad. Again, he's a rookie. Like it's average of 3.4, which, you know, again, says he had zero time because of the line. Gets nine sacks. Gets sacked nine times, sorry, for 67 yards of loss. Um, Rushing David Montgomery, 10 carries, 34 yards. Justin Fields, three for 12. They were the only two rushers this game. That's how you know none of the offense was working, man. Not even fucking uh, Damian Williams was getting getting uh, getting touches. It was David Montgomery and, and Justin Fields, and they rushed thirteen times. Only ten of them were to to running back. Were to Montgomery, so he was struggling. Um, a total of six receptions for sixty eight yards. So there was a stat about one yard of of a passing game, but it was still sixty eight yards, right? It was probably just because just just the losing of yards overall. Darnell Mooney with one catch for nine yards. Cole Komet with one catch for 11 yards. David Montgomery, two for 21. A-Rob with two for 27. Jimmy Graham, zero. Marquise Goodwin, zero. Where the fuck? What are we doing with Jimmy Graham? Why is he on the Bears? Why? I need a great reason on as to why he's in the game. Again, we were in the red zone. Not even a fucking look to Jimmy Graham. Was he on the field? I think he was on the field for one of those plays. Out of the four plays you could do, he was on there for one. Again, in here for red zone offense. Not present during red zone offense. On the team for that and not even present during it. Whatever. So um, that was the receiving. 68 yards total. Um, 46 yards total they had. What is that? 100 and some, 120, 112, whatever it is, yards of offense. Just absolute garbage. Again, uh, Caleb Johnson with a one fumble recovery. 
from Nasimba Webster who who fumbled it uh, on a punt. And then defensive stats. Roquan Smith again is the top tackler for for the game, obviously, right? Um, five solo tackles for a total of nine. Deion Bush did really well actually coming in for uh, Gibson uh, Senior. One pass defended, six t- six tackles. Eddie Jackson third on the list with six tackles. Bilal Nichols six tackles. Um, Duke Shelley really did really well today. I think uh, six tackles again. Kyrus Tonga five tackles with three solos, and then Angela Blackson five tackles with half a sack. Uh, one QB hit, and now we're getting into the big boys up front. Khalil Mack only two tackles though today. I mean he was kind of hurt. Uh, during the second quarter, or I believe it was the first, I forget, but two sacks, two tackles for loss, two QB hits, Mario Edwards Jr. with a sack, Robert Quinn with a sack and a half. So a total of five sacks on the game for uh, the Bears defense, 81 tackles, uh, six tackles for loss, uh, six QB hits. So really good day for the defense, um, sort of, right? Because they did, they did let up almost 500 yards of offense. But again, man, they're tired. At this point, the offense has been on the field for the entirety of the game for maybe, I don't know, three minutes or something like that. Just, just they're, they're fucking tired, bro. <laughs> like, what do you want them to do? Khalil Herbert, uh, for kick returns, four of them for 95 yards, whatever. That's is what it is. He, he was doing what he could. Kyra Santos, two for two on field goals with a long of 47. So he's, our special teams is fine. There's there's no questions on special teams. There's, uh, uh, in three games, there's really no question on the, on the defense, right? They really only the, the worst game they've had was against the Rams. This game, sure, they let up 26 points and almost 500 yards of offense, but after being on the field for three, basically three quarters of the game. So not much you can say on that. Biggest, biggest question I have is when's, when's Nagyan fired? How much longer does he have? How much longer does he, how much longer do we Bears fans have to suffer through this bullshit offense? This, this garbage line, you know, after two, so far the line is at two very pretty bad games, right? <clears throat> James Daniels being one of the worst ones. Um, Jason Peters had a horrible game. Effetti had a horrible game. After his first two games were really good. He got stellar performances in both of those games against the Rams and against the uh, Bengals. But how long? How much longer with Nagy, man? I just I, I can't I can't fucking stand this offense anymore. And I know all Bears fans out there are asking the same question right now: How much longer with with uh, with Nagy? All throughout this this game, it was Fire Nagy <clears throat> on Twitter. Hashtag Fire Nagy. Hashtag Fire Nagy. I'm pretty sure I've thrown out a couple. I gave a, I, I put out a, uh, a video in the middle of it uh, at halftime that was just asking Nagy what the fuck he was doing, man, because he's, he's got to be gone, right? Like, this was a horrible first game for Justin Fields, and it's not on him at all. It's The play calling has been absolutely atrocious. So how much longer are we going to stick with this guy? How much longer are the McCaskies going to stick with this guy? I don't really have a problem with pace. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't really have a problem with pace. He's drafted a lot of really good guys ever since he got here. But Nagy is just absolute garbage. And if not firing Nagy, give the play call in to Bill Lazor. What's the worst that could happen at this point? You know, more than 100 yards of receiving? More than 100 yards of offense in general? What Bill Lazor, when he took over last year, um, he, he was doing pretty well. You know, they're moving the ball with Trubisky. They're moving the ball with Foles. And then fucking Matt Nagy comes back and takes the takes the offensive play calling reins again. And just, it's just fucking down from there. Yes, they made the playoffs. But these first couple, these first few games have just been absolutely garbage from an offensive standpoint. And, you know, when are we going to be done with Nagy and his bullshit play calling? So that's the only question I have. I, they did go live on Twitter and uh, Facebook just a few minutes ago. A lot of these guys at least. Um, so we'll see. I'll uh, try to follow up with, with uh, what they said. 
I don't know how many, I don't know what kind of excuse man he's going to come with, with now, but it's whatever it is, it's going to be terrible. We all know it's going to be terrible. So it doesn't even matter at this point. We just need Nagy out. We need uh, Bill Lazor playing, uh, sorry, calling the plays. And we might need a new head coach because if Nagy's not going to get out of his own fucking ass with this bullshit offensive play calling and hand it over to Bill Lazor and be a head coach, then we don't need him here. Chicago doesn't need him here. We had a great first year, man. He was great. We all thought we had the guy, right? Again, I, I reiterate this again. We all thought we had the guy. Uh, it just looked good in 2018, and we were all very hopeful, and now he just looks like complete garbage. And he's going to continue to look like complete garbage until he either hands over the play calling and the offense starts moving the ball with Justin Fields, or he's out. That's really it. Um, and made a, I, I sent a tweet out saying something along the lines of, you know, Justin Fields is going to look at this game and yeah, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's disappointed in himself. I'm sure he's going to watch film and be like, man, I could have done this better. I could have evaded this better. And it's really not on him at the end of it. Right. So he's going to work hard this week and try to come back next week stronger. And then now he's just going to start fucking foals <laughs> or he's going to start Dalton hurt. And that would be such a naive thing to do is to realize that you have a, a young guy like Fields who knows he played like shit, you know, at least up to his own standards played, played bad. And is going to try to come back and is going to work in practice, going to work on an entire week. And then Nagy's just going to start fucking dulling their foals. And that would be the biggest Nagy thing to do. So whatever, I'm over the game. Um, I'm over Nagy. I'm over this game. I'm over the line. The Bears are defense and running and have been for the last fucking, I don't know how many years. <clears throat> and until we have a coaching change, because we have a quarterback. We have the quarterback until we have a coaching change. It's probably going to be like that for the entirety of this season and the next couple seasons. So that's what to expect. So yeah, we'll see what happens here uh, this coming week. I, I, there's a, I just have this feeling he's going to get fired, but I know it's not going to happen. The McCaskies don't do it in the middle of the season, let alone the, the beginning of the season, right? They didn't do it over the off season. They're not going to do it now, but if they do, I'd be fucking, I'd be so surprised and I'd be so relieved, but Bill Lazor is going to call offense soon. He has to. Um, so yeah, that is, that's what, that's what's going on with the bears right now. Horrible week three game, lose it 26 to six against the Browns. They are one and two on the season. And then next week, I believe, let's see, who are they facing next week? Next week they're facing the Lions, so we'll see how they're doing. Uh, I think they're 0-3. The Lions are 0-3 right now, so fucking dope, man. Like, <laughs> perfect. Maybe we get a dub there, right? So we'll see. Um, let's look at some baseball news. So we have these White Sox. They won the – they clinched the, the AL Central, and good for them. They're going to go into the playoffs, I, I assume, with home field advantage. Um, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I forget what the record is compared to the rest of the AL teams. So that's that's pretty cool for them, right? Uh, let's see. They are 88 and 68. I'm not really sure what the rest of the AL looks like, but hopefully they go in with some home field advantage and maybe you know give us some uh, give Chicago something to root for. Um, Hester becomes Hall of Fame eligible. So let's make sure let's let's try to get him into the Hall of Fame because that would be the only Bears news that is like happy Bears news this entire season. It would make it would just be awesome to see Hester in the Hall of Fame. Um, let's see. All right, let's move on to the Bulls. They have got a Joakim Noah night, October 28th versus the Knicks. And yeah, that's going to be exciting. It's really tough to get into this <laughs> this shit after this Bears loss. I'm sorry. It just really is. I just, I'm just, it's just a fucking downtime for me right now. I will try to get into more detail with all this other stuff, other Chicago sports later, but man, it's just tough to get into it with, with this bears loss. 
Um, so yeah, the Cubs still suck, you know, Cubs still suck. They are at 67 and 88. So basically the opposite of what the White Sox are right now. And they just lost, I think three in a row to St. Louis, St. Louis. I think they won 16 or 15, something like that in a row. It was just a, it was like a, a record breaking, uh, winning, winning, uh, winning streak for them. So good for the cards, but fuck them at the same time. Um, but the bears, uh, the cups are garbage. See, like <laughs> my favorite teams are garbage. The bears are garbage. The Cubs are garbage. Like we really only have a Blackhawks and the bulls to look forward to. I can't wait for the bull season. It's going to be exciting. Um, so let's, let's, that the Bulls could pick us up from this terrible football season and the Blackhawks too. I'm, I'm actually excited for this year because I know that with Kane and Taze, it's kind of like their last couple of years, I think, um, playing hockey. I do hope they end up retiring with the Blackhawks, but I am kind of excited for the hockey season. I don't really watch a lot of hockey and there are some young guys mixed in here with Kane and Taze. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm actually really excited to watch hockey this year. And I'll keep you updated with all the hockey shit. I'm going to try to learn the game a little bit more because I'm not that great on it like I am with football or baseball. But I will definitely try to get you guys some great hockey news on the Blackhawks. And again, let's let's hope for the Bulls. You know, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic, all these guys are coming in and just going to make the the season very much exciting. Very much the opposite of this Bears, <laughs> of this Bears team. So yeah, I'll get excited next episode. I'm sorry. It's just such a fucking terrible loss for the bears this week. And we have the lions next week and we're probably going to get all our fucking primetime games taken from us because at this point I wouldn't, I, after the Rams game, you know, uh, I, I saw a couple guys from bar still talking about, you know, for 15 minutes for, into the first game of the season, we're already talking about pulling these primetime games. And to be honest, like I, I, would fucking agree with them, especially if Nagy can t- continues to keep his job and continues to play the uh, call these plays. So have all the primetime games taken from the Bears. They've had one. That's more than than they deserve is one. So let's just take all the primetime games, make them all fucking noon Sunday games, you know, morning games, whatever it is. So let's just do that because they do not deserve primetime yet. Maybe next year after, you know, Justin Fields has a full year of games under his belt and a brand new coach with hopefully a brand new play caller. So let's hope for that. But until then, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at and now Rick. I'm going to try to give you guys some more podcasts, uh, some game previews for the Bears. You know, it's it's frustrating to, to watch these games, but as a Bears fan, we've been struggling for, for fucking years. So it's going to continue. And yeah, follow me on Twitter and on IG and let me know what, what your frustrations are about this game. And I don't know. Let's hope for a dub. Let's hope the Bulls look great this season. Let's just hope that Chicago sports can come back to its glory sooner rather than later. But yeah, I will see you guys next episode. Bear down. See ya! Welcome to the halftime show. I love Khalifa, nigga. Flatline, yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like, nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose school and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Them all these little screw niggas, they lame. Fuck with them, I can't.
Basic mounted and strange Vision faded and plainer Ex nigga wasn't really with it Was on some bitch shit Wasn't a fan of your figure And I only like the skinny women Shit, I like my women plus size No lie, that why I stress my on your butt thighs That's fine by me She cooks whenever I slide Pasta burger, french fry Sometimes I don't even eat She fuck with my brushes, my fluffy She swear she let me eye Kiss on her tummy, my tummy XL and fit her perfect Won't catch me lurking at all My Richard once I spit soft Since so proud and so tall Those cheeks around the applause Over and over and over again Told my homie and my parents We were only just friends At first, I couldn't let my secret out then It's getting deeper now But I don't care what others think about me Came out of depression Had to pick up the penny Get skinny nigga Thick wallet chubby chasing them Benjamins now Tribe got all day to change the name So we winning again Sound partial Hey Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like, nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. They always lose screw, niggas. They.